Welcome to PTBC Podcast, where we will be speaking about innovation, technology, growing your business, and maximizing your entrepreneurial potential. Let's get down to business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the PTBC Podcast. This is Slava, and I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Saroosh. Hey, everyone. So today we have our first electronic medical records company, Medexa, which was founded in Quebec. So with us today, we're super excited to have the co-founder and CEO, Ian Bobiet, and the senior account manager, Dean Scully. Welcome, guys. Uh, both of these individuals have very interesting stories, and both are leading charge in the company's growth. So Ian, as we mentioned, serving as the CEO of the company, has a strong background in the software development previously working with tech companies like Volume 7 and Leading Boards. Fun fact about Ian, he successfully launched Fast Food Nation, which is an iPhone game that had over 200,000 downloads. Uh, by his side today is Dean, who has worked with prominent healthcare companies like Physiotech as the account manager, and he's the one who led the company to increase their influence across the market. Uh, and the amazing thing about Medexa is that it's been on the rise since 2015, starting with employing only three people and expanding to a team of 10 now. And currently, Medexa is moving into the rest of Canada, ready to take on the EMR companies in the country. So we're super excited to learn about Medexa's development. And without further ado, let's get down to business. So Ian, Dean, welcome, guys. Hi. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. So, um, Ian, the first question is to you. We just wanted to uh, you to discuss how you got to your point in this journey and uh, tell us about some of your milestones leading up to this. Yeah, so I guess the first um, the, the first step of founding Medexa was me meeting my uh, two co-founders, the, um, Teddy Dreyfus, who is the CTO of the company, and uh, Frédéric Malte, who is the uh, uh, Chief Business Development Officer of the company. So uh, I started the company because I met Ted in uh, summer of 2012. We were working together at the previous job that we had, with two software developers. And together we found that we were great working together. So we decided to do a small project, which was a classified aggregator offering a better search engine. And this, is, this was the premise of, uh, of us working together towards building Medexa. But um, the idea of building this company was when I met uh, Frédéric at a party. It was during December of 2012. And he straight up told me, hey, I'm an osteopath and I want to do uh, electronic charting, but there's nothing on the market fitting my needs. So can you build something for me? And my answer was no, um, simply because it would be way too expensive for him. <laughs> but then a couple of months went by and my girlfriend's a physio too. So the, the physiotherapy market was something I knew well before, before starting Medexa. And I thought about it and I called him back and I said, I think there's a need for an EMR in the physio industry and also osteopath and other uh, rehab professions. And we just, did, uh, we just did a prototype of the iPad application of Medexa and we started showing it around. And we found that there was really a big need for, for it. And... Uh, it took us two years to build the first version of Medexa, which came out in June 2000, uh, 2015, which is the official launch date of, uh, uh, of Medexa. And this is how I founded Medexa. But before that, I was always uh, an entrepreneur at heart. I, 
I did the iPhone game, which was popular at that time in 2008. I did a lot of other small projects and it was always my goal to um, found a company and make something great for a specific market. And this is what I did with Medexa. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. And so, Dean, how did you get involved with uh, with Jan and the and the group with uh, Medexa? Well, uh, as you guys you know mentioned in the intro, I was uh, previously working for another uh, prominent healthcare company. So, you know, well, as you guys know, you know, we all see each other at all these conferences and everything like that. So, Jan and I, uh, along with actually the other co-founder Fred, met up at a couple of conferences. I was currently working for another company. Uh, we ended up talking all the time. We ended up going for lunches while we were at the conferences and we just basically stayed in touch, uh, you know, over a couple of months here and there, I would, you know, give them a couple of references, a couple of leads here and there. Uh, so, you know, it was, we had a nice relationship, but we just kind of left it at that. Um, finally, we were actually at a fundraiser in a golf tournament here in Quebec. And, uh, after a couple of drinks on the course, to be honest, we were, I was handing out vodka Gatorades to uh, people passing by on, on whole nine. Uh, so spirits were flowing. We were having a great time. Um, you know, we kind of got to talking about how, you know, we could probably work pretty well together. Um, a few months later, I got an email from Yan and, uh, a year later, here we are. Excellent. It's an awesome story. (laughs) 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 Scored you over some spirits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, you mentioned a fantastic thing that, um, you build this, uh, you build Medexa out of a need, right? So the best ideas always come out of when there is a need and when you listen to people complain about a specific, um, a specific situation, about a specific topic, that's where you know the need is um, for a great uh, EMR company to come in and yeah, solve and, their issues. Yeah, um, and the, the, it was pretty obvious to me that there was a need because as I, as I said earlier, my girlfriend's a physio, so all my friends are physios or, or their rehab professions. And one of the things I was hearing for the past years before starting Medexa was, well, charting was a bit of a pain and there was nothing great about doing the, the doing charting. So, so I was pretty sure I was able to build something made for practitioner that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. 100% has got to save us some time with that. Um, but the obvious questions uh, coming out of that is, uh, what is Medexa doing to set itself apart from other uh, EMRs currently on the market? So yeah, Medexa was built around the idea that transitioning from paper to a computer is sometimes uh, very hard for practitioners. So the way we did it is for Medexa to adapt itself to the practitioner and not the other way around like many other EMRs are doing. But we also quickly uh, realized that the front-end tasks uh, were bugged down by the, the software they were using, uh, the soft, their software capabilities, and we knew we could build some, some better tools. Uh, so now this philosophy of impacting the practitioner's time, of not impacting, sorry, the practitioner's times and making every admin feature as efficient as possible is within all of Medex's tools. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So and you guys have obviously seen... Uh, Medexa make a great impact on a lot of these clinics and, and the story, like you mentioned, was to help solve this problem of charting. So, you know, other than just the charting, what are some of the benefits that you've seen Medexa really provide for these individuals who are the clinic owners and the business owners working in the rehab field? Well, a couple of the big benefits uh, we've, we've had some really good feedback on are, uh, well, namely the reports. 
So we're talking about reports concerning inventory, revenue, accounts receivable, uh, employee uh, performance, even drop-off lists. Uh, we've also got key performance indicators. Uh, something else is also the centralized multi-location management. The, uh, the multi-location clinics love the fact that they can see or their front-end staff can see everything from one location. They can access all locations from one centralized computer. Um, another big thing is that everything is web-based which makes Medex available from anywhere at any time from any device, uh, which also makes synchronized scheduling possible. So say I, as a practitioner, change my availabilities from home one day, my front end staff can immediately be aware of any of those changes. That's excellent. So um, are you marketing to all of the medical healthcare professionals or are you trying to uh, focus specifically on the rehab market? Uh, as I said, you know, we were originally made for physios. Physios are, you know, in large part, our clients, right? I mean, it's our, it's our biggest target. But uh, as time has gone on, like I said, we've really realized that our business model works for everybody. So just say here in Quebec, we have podiatrists coming, flocking to us because there's nothing on the market available to them. Acupuncturists, massage therapists, chiros, everybody's starting to use us uh, as we've just made their charting and their day-to-day life so easy. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, I, and I know one thing you guys have been doing is trying to, uh, it's trying to make sure that you're providing a platform, but also ensuring this privacy for the clients, right? Because I think that's a major issue as we move into this electronic medical records space where you have all these EMRs coming in and people are wondering, okay, how do we ensure privacy of these files? And how are the records essentially being stored and kept in a safe spot? Because I think that that's something that we don't really know exactly what happens in the background. So can you guys elaborate on that and how Medexa has been able to do that for their clients? Yeah. So as you said in the introduction, one of my previous experience as a software developer was working for uh, leading boards and leading boards is a board management system used by one of the biggest boards here in Canada and in Europe. So at that job, there was uh, a lot of security measures put in place because of course, dealing with board information, is, it's very uh, private information. So when I started Medexa, I used all of my experience over there to um, make sure that we were using the same level of security and the same level, the same level of, uh, of, of a, to have a big process regarding data security. So for example, well, every communication, communication between Medexa and the client is encrypted. Every data is encrypted on the server. We have redundant server. Let's say if we have a, a one server is down we do daily backups on remote server and and we follow the best practice regarding data security uh, one fun fact i was invited by the college of physiotherapy here in quebec uh, last summer to talk about how we manage security here at medexa because they were building uh, the security guidelines for for their uh, members and i like to think that i was a big part of the 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 guidelines they ju- that just came out from the college of uh, physios of quebec and yeah, so what we do here at Medexa is very uh, at the top of the standard regarding security. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm sure it'd be, uh, it's a great sentence to hear for all the practitioners as well as the patients to make sure that their records are stored nice and safely. Oh, yeah. um, you gentlemen mentioned about your uh, pricing point and the fact that it's uh, cheaper than the industry average. So could you elaborate on the pricing model for Medexa? 
Uh, is it per month, per year, per practitioner? So yeah, so basically it's per practitioner. Uh, we'll just do it on the uh, the monthly value. So per practitioner, we're looking at $17 a month, which is our, our base model. All right, with a base model, you have access to everything. You have access to all the charting, your calendar, all the online stuff, uh, reports, everything across the board. Now for $4 initially a month, you can get access to online booking as well as text reminders uh, for appointments for your clients. So basically you're looking at either $17 or $21 a month, depending on what, uh, what modules you want. Um, the other fun thing with us, or at least the, the other nice thing about us is that for secretaries, okay, you don't need, even if you have 10 secretaries, they don't all need their own account. If you want, the secretaries can share an account. So you can have six secretaries sitting next to each other on separate computers using that one account. That's only one license. So, you know, the pricing point comes down big time on, on that aspect. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. And, and that's, I think that, you know, I want to play the devil's advocate for a second about EMRs and, um, you know, for, for me personally, I do want to preface this. I'm, I'm a big fan of EMRs and I'm fully electronic, even at clinics that I've paper charted, I still use my computer <laughs> to somehow do some <laughs> electronic charting. Um, but uh, the, I think the EMRs have really opened up a world of uh, efficiency and um, allowing the clinicians and practitioners to uh, be more efficient through the day. Cause that's the one thing, you know, that people don't want to uh, stay for hours on uh, to chart because, you know, if they can already have it set up for the day, it's much more efficient. Right. Uh, now the question is, let's say I was a clinic owner, right. And I'm right now, um, charting through paper, things are going fine, there's no issues, but you know, you want to try to convince me that we should go to an EMR. What are some of the things you would essentially mention about things like efficiency and impacting the growth of the, the clinic in terms of revenue and, and again, productivity? Um, where would those uh, be in terms of what Medexa would also be able to provide? And do you guys have some samples that you guys seen in the past for clinics, for example, use the MRs and suddenly their productivity is increased by a certain percentage or the revenue went up or whatnot? Yes. Well, a year ago we did a survey where we asked a couple of our clients how Medexa was impacting their day to day. And what we found out is that Medexa is reducing by about 20% of their, uh, their admin tasks. So let's say for example, in the morning, the secretaries uh, before using Medexa were needed to needed to take out all the records and give them to the practitioners, and at the end of the day, put those records back in. Or the practitioner the practitioners needed to come out of their office to see if their patient their next patient has arrived had arrived. And but using Medexa, this is no longer required because they'll get a notification right away when their patient uh, has arrived. One other thing that was that the Medexa is impacting a lot is uh, for the practitioners. Uh, most of the time, the practitioners they don't have time to uh, complete their um, uh, complete their charting during uh, during the treatment. So what they do is they stay at the end of the day at the office to fill out anything that uh, that wasn't filled out during the, the treatment. By using Medexa, this is no longer required. The practitioners can go back home. Uh, do do what they need what they need to do and complete their um, their their notes um, at home and this is something that's impacting the um, and impacting the practitioners uh, on a daily basis. Yeah, there's uh, Sarush and I as fresh physios uh, have experienced that 
there's definitely a lot more flexibility if you do online charting where you can basically chart anywhere. And if you need a, an arrangement after, right after clinic, you can definitely make that and then chart later. So that's a massive amount of convenience there. Um, so there's definitely a lot of benefits to using the electronic management record system. Oh, yeah, and the, the, clarity, the clarity of the, the written data. I mean, some, sometimes a lot of practitioners are writing stuff that nobody can read, can read back. Uh, using EMR, that problem is solved. Or also data transfer between clinics or between practitioners. Multiple practitioners can work uh, on the same patient record at the same time. Uh, transferring patient from clinic to clinic is easy. Um, there's a lot of uh, asshole that's removed by using EMR. Exactly. The one question I wanted to ask you guys is, uh, over time, there has been many, many... Uh, EMR systems um, introduced into the uh, health uh, healthcare offices. Uh, what have they consistently failed at that needed to be improved by Medex and some of the other EMRs coming out right now? Well, I'm not really sure why they didn't succeed because uh, I guess most of them didn't understand how the charting needed to be very flexible. Uh, for it to work um, for physiotherapy clinics. Well, any rehab clinics, because the reality of today is one clinic doesn't only include, let's say, just physios. They include all the other professions, and the charting part needs to include everybody. But also, most of the other softwares are built around the administration part of running a clinic. But Medexa is built around the record and the charting part, the, the charting aspect of a clinic. So let's say the scheduling, the billing, the reporting, the reporting, everything is built around the, the patient because the patient is the main, uh, the the main aspect of a clinic. Everything regarding that patient, invoicing, scheduling, uh, charting, everything revolves around the patient. So Medexa was built around the patient and not the around the administration part, and that makes it. Um, working very differently and very powerful. Mm -hmm. The yeah. other thing that we did was we take into account important changes, important things that would need to be done. A lot of other systems, you're going to look at them, they have 6,000 tabs, right? Because they take for granted, you know, other clinics needs. They'll just implement changes on the software based on one clinic asking them to do it. We try to really make it so that if we do any improvements, any updates, it's going to help everybody across the board, right? You don't need necessarily what one individual clinic's tab is. So we really try to keep it simple, like Jan said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. And, you know, as you guys grow with the company and uh, continue to tackle these issues in terms of user, user friendliness, user ability, what has been the real obstacle you'd say in terms of the growth of Medexa so far, what's been a massive challenge that you guys have tried to overcome to take Medexa to that next level? Well, as practitioners, you guys probably know that an EMR change is the, the DNA of a clinic. So our, our main challenge is normally uh, getting clinics to pull the trigger on making that change. 
So we've made that process as painless as possible by by uh, importing previous data, uh, offering offering in-depth training. We also build a knowledge base, and of course, we have a, a great, uh, always available support team. And that makes the process of changing from, let's say, paper to NEMR or even from other uh, competitors to us as painless as possible. Yeah, definitely. And it's uh, <laughs> uh, within physiotherapy, even though it is changing and evolving, it is difficult for some of the offices to make that change, right? Yeah. And even if they're not fully satisfied with their EMR, they'll always <laughs> um, kind of drag on that process to switch over to a new, much better system. So. <laughs> That definitely makes sense. Um, but as you guys are at the forefront of some of those uh, technological changes in the physiotherapy and rehab services, um, I was wondering what other uh, tech changes do you guys see in the healthcare industry moving forward? Well, you guys know, you know, tele-rehab is really coming into play more and more. Uh, so we'll definitely be keeping up on that. And we're, we're already looking at some stuff as far as tele-rehab goes. What's your guys' view on tele-rehab, by the way? So, um, well, we did have, you know, um, one of the tele-rehab companies, Physio, come on, and, and we've been talking with them. Mm -hmm. and, and they, I think that, you know, as we move to digital age, there's going to be the opportunity to have certain clientele base, uh, clientele to move to that digital space, right? We know, like, especially, like, like as we talked about on the podcast with them, some of the, the quote unquote garden variety issues that could be resolved with exercise as the main treatment method. I think that those will be really good candidates for tele-rehab and because right now we don't have what well, we do now with physio, but we didn't really try to exhaust those options for, for clients that um, essentially are now moved into, let's say a, fully exercise based uh, treatment plan where, you know, maybe you did some hands on initially you can, if you had like the tele rehab in your clinic, you could now move them into a tele rehab session and that, that can change kind of the pricing model for the client. It could change um, a lot of things, right? It can make it more convenient for them potentially. And, and one of the things we talked about there was um, especially in a country like Canada where, you know, it could snow and blizzard in the morning at any moment. So you never know um, exactly. <laughs> that can have a massive impact on those situations, right? We just do the rehab at home. You don't need to come into the clinic all the time. Right. And so that creates an opportunity there. Plus it creates an opportunity for the practitioners to also be able to, be more free in where they practice and, and it just cuts like a ton of overhead costs because you're really just using a laptop at that point or a computer or something. Absolutely. I mean, and, and we're also looking at places like, you know, Northern Canada where it might be two hours for people to get to a physio. It's not like downtown Toronto where, you know, I could throw a rock and hit a physio clinic. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. So, you know, diagnostics and assessments via software, uh, is making whatever software the practitioners use, you know, really not just a tool, uh, but more of a partner at this point. And that's really, you know, what we're looking at creating Medexa for is to be more of a partner. Uh, we really and think that uh, Medexa can become more uh, than just a tool, to, a tool to store data. Because right now EMRs are just used to store data. But we really think that by using that data uh, in the future, we can build tools to help the practitioners do better diagnosis and better treatment plans for their, uh, their patients. Yeah, definitely that the... the could be limitless and just as you mentioned that if you input certain factors helps to generate a better diagnosis as well as uh, just help to build out a plan moving forward 
for that patient. Um, just to bring it back to Medexa, uh, what are your guys' next steps in regards to Medexa and some of the uh, benefits you're going to provide? Well, 2019 is a big year for us here at Medexa. So clients have a lot to look forward to, uh, including some new integrations and features. Uh, starting this summer, we have our Telus Health Portal, uh, PayFirma, which is a great POS system, uh, HKI WSIB, and something we're really proud of, and I'd like to talk to you more about after our patient scoring system. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And so what uh, I want to ask you is a bit of a broader question. Now, you, you, we've kind of covered the space of technology and healthcare a little bit now, but what do you guys think that other technological changes that we're going to start seeing um, in the healthcare industry as we move forward. Now, Jan, I know you're in, you know, the software development and more on the tech space as well. And Dean, you've worked with these tech companies. So I think you guys have some interesting answers in terms of where you guys think, where this industry is going to be in terms of technology. I think there'll be more and more um, measuring tools that uh, will come out that will be connected um, to EMRs, of course, and also uh, data analysis uh, software. And what we are really looking uh, into right now is how can Medexa be connected to those tools to reduce the amount of data that needs to be entered manually by the practitioners. And this is something that I think will be very big in the very near future. And uh, you also mentioned uh, moving into patient score. So um, is that going to be related to the way the patient experience is tracked in the clinic? So, for example, how satisfied the patients are, what is the source that they've heard from? Um, so what exactly. Is, yeah, well, you know, after listening, well, Yan and I go to tons of conferences. We listen to all these talkers and and we were just at a conference and all four speakers mentioned patient scoring. So, you know, that, that, that data is huge. So if a clinic, if a client's coming in, let's say when they leave, right, via Medexa, we want you to be able to send out a questionnaire saying, how was your patient experience? So if it's one to four, right, and they're, they're, they're marking that down, the clinic owner should know that they're scoring that one to four. They should also be finding out why the experience was so bad, right? If it get, you know, four to seven, even then it's, it's, it's not a great score, uh, eight to 10, you should not only be getting that, but maybe being able to, to be driven to do a Google report or a Google review. Um, so, you know, we're, we're really working on that end uh, to make sure that patients are going to be getting the best experience and the clinic owners are going to be able uh, to get that knowledge or the clinic administrators are going to be able to, to get those scores and, you know, help the practitioners or the front end staff, you know, whatever the case may be. Hmm. Yeah, that, that would definitely be a very interesting addition and kind of, uh, the massive issue for the AMR space in general as well. Um, Nadine and Jan, we've been uh, we've been talking a lot about tech, but I think it's good it's a good time now to talk about some books. Um, as we approach the uh, the ending of our podcast, we do want to ask you guys if you guys have some recommendations for a book uh, in terms of that helped develop your business skills or developed your business acumen or essentially helped you get here today. Yeah, well, I read the Steve Jobs biography by Walter Isaacson in just before starting Medexa, and I was always a fan of Steve Jobs. I'm an Apple fanboy, but mm -hmm. reading that <laughs> book was, was for me, 
really helpful and it made my vision clear about what I wanted to do in life and where I wanted to, uh, where I wanted to put my expertise in. And this is the first book that really shaped my vision of the, my entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurial vision. And just now I finished uh, Radical Candor by Kim Scott, which was recommended by Rick Loud about management. And this helped me a lot about managing my, uh, my team here at Medexa and making sure everybody is uh, focusing on our goals as a company. And yeah, that book made a big change in the way I manage my company. Mm-hmm. Care personally and challenge directly. Great book. Exactly. <laughs> great, great book. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely a great book for the radical candor. And um, we were wondering where can we find you guys on social media and Medexa specifically so that some of the clinics can get in touch with you to potentially obtain the product or run a demo? Well, the first place is, of course, our website, which is medexa.com. Every information you need about the product, the pricing, and a way to contact us via email or calling calling directly is there on our main website. But you can also follow us on Instagram at medexaehr and on Facebook, uh, Medexa Canada is our Facebook page where we post a lot of uh, things about the product, about our vision on the market and about anything related to physiotherapy, especially right now because it's May and it's the physiotherapy month. So we're pushing a lot of physiotherapy-related article on, the, on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Awesome. Awesome. So if anyone has any questions or would like to reach out to them, that's the best way to do so. And Jan, thank you so much. And Dean, thank you guys for both coming on and spending some of the Sunday morning (laughs) to (laughs) speak with us about uh, the EMR space. Uh, It's definitely an interesting space and I'm curious to see how how big it's going to grow. I think it's going to become a very lucrative business in itself um, in the next five, 10 years for sure, especially as you know, there's, there's, I think there's so many clinics that are still uh, not using any electronic charting. So I think there's a ton of opportunity for growth in this space. So very curious to see how that pans out, but uh, we just wanted to thank you guys again and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday and we'll be in touch with you guys soon. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, thank guys. you. Thank you for having us. No worries. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for tuning in to the PTBC podcast. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. Please check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at our website, ptbusinesscorner.com. Feel free to send us a message on social media or email us at info at ptbusinesscorner.com. See you next time.